RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Friday, June 7th, 2019. On today's show, the Star Trek Discovery design team takes over the Paley Center, Wilson Cruz is featured on Entertainment Weekly, and costume and prop company Anovos is being sued. All this plus the answer to Tuesday's trivia question and all the weekend's events coming up next. Star Trek Discovery took to the Paley Center for the third and final Emmy for Your Consideration event on Wednesday evening. Star Trek.com covered the event and recapped it in an article yesterday. Fans attended the event, which was a screening of the season two episode, If Memory Serves, followed by a panel of designers. The panel consisted of costume designer Gersha Phillips and makeup designers Glenn Hetrick and James McKinnon, and was moderated by actor Mary Chifo. The designers covered how they brought to life the character designs from this season of Discovery. With Chifo, they discussed the prosthetic and costume changes they made and how they were different and refined from season one. They also discussed the evolution of characters such as Arium and the Klingon Cole Shaw, played by Kenneth Mitchell. Toward the end of the panel, they also discussed Captain Pike's scars, when he confronts the future vision of himself on Boreth. James McKinnon said, That was a quick makeup. That was not long, maybe an hour and a half. These scars were the quintessential makeups of the original series, and I wanted it to feel very real, but we wanted it to make sense and remind us of the way that Pike looked originally. Mary Chifo added, It's a very intense moment, and it was so poignant because the realistic nature of it brought the reality of that choice right in front of us. The Paley Center for Media is still hosting the Discovery Fight for the Future exhibit, now through July 7th and voting for Emmy nominations opens next Monday, June 10th. Congratulations to Wilson Cruz, Star Trek Discovery's Dr. Hugh Culber, for landing on the cover of Entertainment Weekly in celebration of Pride Month. Cruz's appearance is one of six special covers honoring LGBTQ stars in their special issue, remembering 50 years since the Stonewall Riots. Cruz, along with Janet Mock, Neil Patrick Harris, Ruby Rose, Melissa Etheridge, and Anderson Cooper, sat down for a roundtable interview with EW, where they discussed 50 years of LGBTQ rights history and their part in the LGBTQ community. Cruz stressed the importance of remembering the community's history. When asked what motivates him to be vocal, he said, I think it's important in light of recent progress to remember how we got here and that there was a time when this wasn't possible, that you couldn't walk down the street in major cities holding your partner's hand and being your entire self. He also said later that being out in Hollywood changed the trajectory of his career, saying, when I came out in the mid-90s, I think there was a hunger to tell LGBT stories, but there was a lack of people willing to play those roles. And so after my so-called life was cancelled, 
people started to call me because they knew I was not only willing, but excited to play them. And of course, Wilson Cruz can be seen in Star Trek Discovery as Dr. Hugh Culber, half of Star Trek's first openly gay on-screen couple, with Anthony Rapp as Lieutenant Paul Stamets. Star Trek Discovery Season 2 is streaming now, worldwide. The costume-making company Anovos, well-known for its high-quality cosplay uniforms and prop replicas, is being sued for fraud. The Hollywood Reporter broke the story earlier this week that a Louisiana man named Richard Dalton is suing Anovos for fraudulent activity, for allegedly failing to fulfill more than $40,000 of orders that he had placed. Says the Hollywood Reporter, Disney, NBC Universal, and CBS are also defendants in Dalton's class action complaint, which estimates total damages will exceed $5 million. Dalton says the studios permitted Anovos to defraud customers by renewing their licensing agreements with the companies. A statement from Dalton's attorney explains the central complaint. Despite Anovos's inability to fulfill the hundreds, if not thousands, of prepaid orders customers have already submitted, Anovos continues to market and sell pre-order items on its website and on social media in the same manner, requiring full upfront costs of the items in addition to shipping. Anovos Productions LLC currently has an F rating with the Better Business Bureau for failure to respond to more than 140 complaints filed against it. All the events and podcasts to get you through the weekend in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Thank you for listening to Daily Star Trek News. Believe it or not, just knowing that you're listening to the show is so important to me. And of course, every time you listen, every time you double tap on Instagram, every time you retweet me, it helps me grow the show and bring you the Star Trek news that you need to know every weekday. Now, I'm lucky enough to be supported financially by my patrons through patreon.com, but I know that not everyone can do that. Still, if you're not doing it already, you can support me just by following and interacting with me on social media. I'm at Daily Trek News on both Twitter and Instagram, and I'd love to see you over there. I said it before, but I will say it again. A big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now, if you're in the mood to get out and about with some fellow Trekkies or Trekkers this weekend, then make sure you get out to one of these events. Today, we're looking north to south. In Canada, in Vulcan, Alberta, it's Spock Days, a community-run town celebration. Spock Days features a parade, soapbox derby, slow-pitch softball tournament, and the Taste of Vulcan Food Festival, and more. Don't forget the fireworks. More info at SpockDays.com. In Ticonderoga, New York, at the official Star Trek set tour, William Shatner will be appearing today and tomorrow, giving tours and photo ops. Mike and Denise Okuda, Doug Drexler, and Darren Docterman will also be on hand giving tours. For the full list of events, head to StarTrekTour.com. Now over to Seattle, you'll get a dose of William Shatner too. Next Monday, June 10th, he'll be appearing as part of the Unique Lives and Experiences Lecture Series at McCaw Hall at Seattle Center. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. 
and the show starts at 7.30. In Dearborn, Michigan now, just a reminder, the Star Trek Exploring New Worlds exhibit is still on at the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation, now through September 2nd. Norman, Oklahoma, near Oklahoma City, see Larry Nemechek and Nana Visitor at SoonerCon, today through Sunday, at the Embassy Suites Hotel and Conference Center in Norman. Moving on to California now, and a real treat. The city of Sacramento is honoring LeVar Burton, a Sacramento native, by renaming a park in his honor. The official dedication of LeVar Burton Park will take place on Tuesday, June 11th, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Burton will be in attendance, and they'll have food trucks. Further south, if you're in the L.A. area, the Star Trek Discovery Fight for the Future exhibit is still on at the Paley Center for Media, now through July 7th. Also in the L.A. area, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery is showing an outdoor 10th anniversary screening of Star Trek 2009 at 8.30 p.m. on Sunday, June 9th. The showing will feature the premiere of the trailer for Love Antosha, the upcoming biopic about Anton Yelchin, and all profits from the event go to the Anton Yelchin Foundation. Find out more at HollywoodForever.com. Now it's time for my absolute favorite event of the week. The Starfleet Region 3 Summit 2019 is taking place this weekend in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Now I want to take a second and really give a shout out to the members of the Starfleet Region 3, and in particular the USS Corsair, for hosting the show, because it sounds like a really awesome event, and as of this recording, it's still going ahead as planned, despite the heavy flooding and storms there yesterday. From the USS Corsair website, join Texas and Louisiana members of Starfleet, the International Star Trek Fan Association, for the annual Region 3 Summit. This three-day event celebrates the community of Star Trek fans built by Gene Roddenberry over 50 years ago. Trekkers or Trekkies in attendance will have the opportunity to immerse themselves in fellowship with the fans of the TV show from all types of chapters and backgrounds, engage in personal development and chapter improvement workshops, discussion panels on various Star Trek themes, and help out two local charities, the USS Kid and the Greater Baton Rouge Food Bank. Don't miss the two costumed dinners, one on Friday night, the other on Saturday night. This year's theme is Captain Picard Day. The R3 Summit staff will have a special focus on Captain Jean-Luc Picard and actor Patrick Stewart. Note, the public is welcome at this event. If you have any way to make it to the Region 3 Summit, I highly recommend you go. You can learn more about Starfleet Region 3 on their website, region3.org, that's three the number. You can also learn more about Starfleet, the International Star Trek Fan Association, at sfi.org. If you have a local event you'd like for me to include in next Thursday's show, then please email me at info at dailystartreknews.com. Those are some of this week's getting out events, but if you're more of the staying in type, then you might want to check out some of these special gaming events going on this weekend. Big news in Star Trek timelines this week as they announced a new standalone Windows 10 app. Also, the month-long mega event Month of Hell starts this week with a different episode each week through June. 
from the Timelines blog, In this mega-event, strange temporal anomalies are popping up across the Alpha Quadrant, and they seem to be connected to the sudden arrival of a badly damaged USS Voyager. Your mission is to save the crew from an active war zone and uncover the mystery behind the recent anomalies. Over the course of four weekly events, players will meet and recruit new crew from Star Trek Voyager, including Gear of Hell Tuvok, the Krenim First Officer Obrist, a desperate Captain Janeway, and Tactical Neelix. Many other characters from Star Trek are also warping into the Alpha Quadrant, including the debut of Jet Reno from Star Trek Discovery, and a new version of Will Riker. In Star Trek Fleet Command, the mining event is live for a limited time, now through June 11th. Participate in special solo and alliance events to win prizes like T'Pring, Cheng, Materials, and Resources. Star Trek Online PC players this weekend can take advantage of a bonus coupon progress token weekend, and the Crystalline Cataclysm TFO is back for three weeks. Console players will have to wait to play the Crystalline Cataclysm, but in the meantime, if you play on Xbox One or PlayStation 4, you can take on the featured TFO, Operation Repost, for the next three weeks. Now it's time to get you set up for the weekend with the latest podcasts from across the Roddenberry Podcast Network. This week on Mission Log, John and Ken head to Kronos. It's Deep Space Nine Season 3, Episode 3, the House of Quark. And on Mission Log Live, is there a place for religion in a Star Trek future? Guest Dr. David Kyle Johnson tackles that weighty topic. On this week's episode of The Trek Files, John Champion joins Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek, to talk about complaints of commercialism in Star Trek fandom, from a fan letter not from 2019, but from 1972. In the latest episode of Women at Warp, the crew were joined by Jacqueline Lichtenberg, creator of the Kraith fanfic series, author of Star Trek Lives, and founder of the Star Trek Well Committee, to discuss everything from her professional writing career to her thoughts on the future of Trek fan culture. And finally, on Priority One, the team are rounding up the week's biggest news stories and catching you up on Star Trek Online. Head over to podcasts.roddenberry.com for all these shows in one convenient place. Now you've waited all this time, so what is the answer to this week's Trek trivia? On Tuesday, I asked you, prior to Star Trek 2009, Captain Kirk had only been played by two people, William Shatner and the actor who portrayed Dr. Janice Lester in Turnabout Intruder. But what was the actor's name? The answer... Sandra Smith. Sandra Smith had a number of credits to her name when she guest starred in the series finale of Star Trek, including The Virginian, Our Private World, and The Guiding Light. After Star Trek, she worked steadily in television until 1975, when her last credit was the detective series The Rockford Files. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. 
If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Alison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.